Hey guys, welcome back to the Mind and Body Alignment Podcast, where we talk all things physical, mental health, business, nutrition, fitness, mindset, all of the fun things to make you your best version of yourself and help you step into your alignment. I'm sorry guys about the blowing in the background. If it bothers you, I apologize, but my heater has a mind of its own, so it's going to come off and on, and I just, I really don't know what to do. (laughs) I don't know how to fix it. I guess we're good now, but I tried to turn it off, and if it's blowing in the background, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I want this audio experience to be good for you, and that's why I got a microphone, and I'm using GarageBand. I'm doing the things to make it a better experience for you guys. But as always, we're still getting started. So just be patient and I'm going to do everything I can to make this a good experience for you guys. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I really felt like I had to get something out here for you because I'm on my way to the gym almost I was rushing, I'm doing a lot of things today, but I was thinking about this and I feel like it's so important for more people to be aware of and especially in the millennial Gen Z generation, we, um, we've we had an interesting world that we've grown into just with all of the unpredictability in the economy I think it has caused a lot of um, instability just with our own money mindsets and not only that, but the insecurities in the family unit as well. Just because I think about how a lot of us um, were, you know, we were either teenagers or um, young children during the 2008 economic crash and that was so devastating for many families and i'm not sure about the divorce rates but i'm sure that they skyrocketed around that time and i know just a lot of people that were struggling from that um and their parents were struggling mainly so it affects us all on a subconscious level and we we learn to kind of lose trust with money and it develops a scarcity mindset within us so i wanted to just kind of address that and make suggestions on investing because if you are not currently investing right now you are missing out on so much financial gain seriously i'm gonna pull up my robin hood app just to prove a point here and just with what i'm talking about but the main purpose of this quick podcast today is to encourage you guys to start investing and it's a volatile market so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and sway you in one direction or another because really you you should do your own research and you don't need to trust just the first person you listen to on 
the internet or even the third or fourth person you listen to on the internet. You always should do your own research, um, analyze the market. I think Robinhood is a great place to start. I think um, after the whole GameStop scandal where they and um, AMC scandal where they they stopped the trade of GameStop or the buy and sell of GameStop and AMC and a few other stocks. Um, everyone's kind of shitting on Robinhood, but I, I, you guys have to realize that they're just kind of a third party in the stock market. So ultimately, I don't think it was them that was stopping the trade. They are like a middleman for the New York Stock Exchange. So I'm not necessarily going to pull all my money out and put it in a different app because it just is foolish in my opinion um, when I have all these stocks. But it's important to consider um, and do your own research so you feel comfortable trading. But the reason why I'm doing this and I'm speaking about this because I know so many people who are stressed about money, who worry about money, who feel like they're never making enough and they also are just putting away money into savings and never really see it grow and they're pinching onto every single penny counting their cents nickels and dimes of every paycheck and coming up with their monthly income but at the expense of a good positive relationship with money and mindset towards money if that makes sense and the difference between a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset with money is scarcity mindset really uh it's a contracted way of being where you're closed off you're blocked off you're fearful you're fearful of gaining mon- too much money because maybe you don't know how to spend it properly or you're afraid of of holding on to money um you're afraid of spending it all of that um, scarcity mindset prevents you from doing more with what you make and it can be a really slow way of building up your savings because you're just putting away as much as possible in your savings account but your money is not working for you and it's not growing um, whereas an abundance mindset with money is when you understand that money will flow to you it comes and goes you have to spend money to make money and you know that you're protected and that you have um you're always going to be okay financially even in the hard months the hard weeks the hard the hard times basically you always have that trust at least with the abundance mindset that your value goes beyond the dollars in your bank account but at the same time you trust that it's always going to multiply and that you're going to always have more and i will tell you guys a little backstory on my money mindset i think i mentioned this in my first podcast and a lot of people really loved it and wanted me to extrapolate on it so i'm doing that for you today but basically i grew up in a household where i thought we were poor (laughs) like because we didn't spend money um my parents said no to everything but 
really my my mom and my dad just had a very different perception of how money should be spent my dad my dad understood that you had to spend money to make money and he he took more risks and he also enjoyed the finer things he like when he could he would he would buy nice clothes nice car like he wanted nicer things um but my mom would cover that and really pinch every single penny and um both are good honestly i think they had a good balance within each other but it was still there was still tension in the household over their differing opinions on money but yeah my mom wanted to save everything and she was so i i mean god bless her now that i'm older i'm like how did she keep track of everything so well but she was she would spend hours in front of the computer um accounting everything and she was just on top of every bill all of the accounts she was so good with money but also would say no to a lot of things uh, that i wanted you know i'm a i was a little child wanting stupid things but it felt like she was always saying no 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 she was more strict and my and more more strict and conservative and my dad was a little bit more um just go with the flow kind of person um but anyways they had a differing mindset on money and it was kind of suffocating because while I'm so grateful for everything they provided for me. Um, there was often a little bit of tension because my dad would spend money that wasn't approved by my mom and I felt like I had to go to my dad and ask for things because I couldn't get it from my mom and it just was always uncomfortable. Um, and this is just my experience personally. It's not like I got everything I wanted. It's That's not not the case at all. My parents worked really hard um, to save their money and put it towards um, things that would that would set them up for a good retirement. And they were able to retire two years ago, three years ago, um, and it's all their hard work. They built a business from the ground up, and it's honestly remarkable to have witnessed. And I commend them for that. Um, but anyways, as soon as I was 16, I got a job and I have been working. I've always had a job since I was 16. I think the only time I went without working was when I, um, I, a few times actually, but when I went away to school my first year, so about eight months, I wasn't working. And then the only other times is when I studied abroad, which was amazing and other than that i've really always held a job like pretty much full time um or working full working part time and going to school full time pretty much always been working and i've always i've always wanted to save money but i was so attached to holding on to my money that i was stingy as fuck stingy as fuck with it and I'm still working on it but I just would pretend like I didn't have any because I was afraid of all of it going out the door I would say I saved up to like 
when I was 19, no, I was 21 and I had saved up to like $17,000 at my job, which was crazy for a 21 year old to be able to say that much. I mean, I'm sure some people were able to do way better than I was, but I was in school at the time and I had saved up that much money. I studied abroad and then I just decided to spend a lot and I got myself down to 9k and that really scared me with how easy it was to just spend money and so after that I just felt like I would never get back up there. I would never be able to do it again because it had required so many long hours slaving away. Used to work in a restaurant so it was just exhausting at night to be, go home at 2 a.m. Even though I was making like 200 plus dollars in that shift, I was dying over it. So I really always associated money to slaving away and just unhappiness. And so I just never thought it would be easy to make money. Um, and especially after my first few jobs, it was really difficult. But I started developing that abundance mindset um, last, I would say 2019, I started dabbling with it, just kind of reevaluating my mindset with money because I had been saving so much. And luckily I was, I had done something go with it. I was able to move to... Colorado but um I just was spending 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 and it's just <laughs> it was really scared it's it scared me honestly to see my money go out the door and not and not be able to replace it as fast and I was start working for myself at that time and um from there I I just decided like something needs to change money can't I see people talking about how money flows and money's energy money's energetic and I want to believe that I want to feel that for myself I want to agree with that and I feel like around that time is when I decided to get um get into investing I, I started investing a little bit obviously I had my business at that time and so I'm I was spending I still do, obviously, but I was spending all the money that I made on just my necessities because I was just covering my bases and I wasn't really profiting or anything like that. And so I just was like, I need to do something with my savings so I don't just blow my savings and and not have anything to show for it. And so guys, like this is where I'm going to tell you about what you can do with investing. I have to say... I with um there's so many different ways you can get into it i got really lucky with crypto i got into um, ethereum pretty early last summer and have been able to profit over almost 300 percent on my initial investment so that's uh pretty cool to think i I was able to capitalize on that and, and make almost three, uh, 300% of what I originally put in. And with Bitcoin, I started slow with my investment on Bitcoin. I 
because it was a bit it's a bit more expensive but those are cryptocurrencies are what i really recommend because it's it's highly profitable but it's highly volatile at the same time so you have to just expect that this is money that you're gonna have work for you and there's gonna be dips in the scale it's gonna go down it's gonna go up it's gonna be one day you're gonna be down a thousand dollars one day you're gonna be up two thousand dollars it's just like up and down up and down depending on how much you go in um with it oops um but yeah so so with bitcoin i got in um, a little bit i was just scared to go full in because it was highly volatile but i started getting more tips and doing more research and then by december i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna like put put way more in and i'm gonna ride this wave and it's been <laughs> it's been playing on my heartstrings, but we have been able to yield a 55% return so far on my initial investment, which is pretty good. And I'm expecting more to come because Tesla bought in to Bitcoin at $1.5 billion. <laughs> and um, so I really believe that there's going to be a lot of companies following suit and putting putting their money into Bitcoin, putting their stocks into Bitcoin because it is just the future of trading. And um, again, do your own research. Go and watch some YouTube videos about this. But if you wanted to um, know a little bit more about where I'm at with Bitcoin, I got in at, um, I started getting in at like 19K, 11 to 19K. Um, and then I put way more in at 30k, which was, it was scary because it like shot up and down, shot up and down, and I lost them a lot. But now it's at 47k for one Bitcoin, which you can do the math is pretty good of a return. So I would recommend all of that, guys. And this is this is the thing: is you have to be willing to detach from the outcome and detach from the numbers because making emotional investments is never a good thing but also letting the numbers play with your heartstrings and pulling out money and then putting more money in and pulling out and putting in is just not how it's going to work for you it's it's not sometimes you have to you have to bite your lip wince a little bit and say, all right, I'm going to put in more money even though my money's down and buy when the stocks are down so that when they write, they raise in price, you're collecting a return. And now I've been doing a lot of volatile trading just because I feel like it's fun for me and I've seen a lot of success with it. But it's not to say that I haven't made a few investments that have been bad for me. Let me give an example. Um, actually, I don't really have terrible examples. I guess I've lost money on Tilray. I've lost about almost 90 bucks, but that's not so bad. Um, and I also had made a $650 return and I cashed out on that. So I ha it had been 1200 and then I, I was going to continue to hold. And then I decided not to... Um, because it was going down and so I was able to cash out luckily before it dropped further. So Tilray, that's um, 
a weed company, which those are highly volatile right now as well. But if you think about the industries and the future of the United States and just where industries are going, it's really um, a beneficial idea for you to invest into some weed stocks because I think it that we're about like 36 states have medical marijuana legalized at this point and then there's 12 I want to say 8 or 12 I don't know uh, states that have they have uh, recreational marijuana legalized now I don't really smoke not my thing but I see the huge potential there because we got a lot of people who do and we have a lot of people who need it for medicine and I believe in it as a plant um, as plant medicine. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of potential there. And then also I would just recommend technology, oil companies, airlines, um, streaming services. Just look into it, guys. It's so, it's crazy how much you can profit. And I mean, I think I got really lucky by the grace of God uh, because I had to pay a lot in taxes. I had a terrible accident and then luckily I was able to make that money back through investments crazy crazy I I'm telling you guys it's just beautiful how uh, when you let go of the outcome and you let give it all to God and let him do his work it just you are okay and you're taken care of but yeah, that's that's really what I wanted to talk about today and just give you an intro to trading um, video, not video, <laughs> um, podcast episode. And from there, that's all I really have for you guys. But I want to be someone who can answer any questions for you. I'm not perfect and I don't use this money. I... I I'm literally using this to either pay my bills, pay debt, or go towards saving for a house someday because your girl wants a nice place to live and that's just the future of my, of where I'm going. I'm getting old here. I need a house at some point. Maybe not soon, but I'm just starting to think about those things and it's weird that I am, but... Yeah, so anyone who has savings, you should really highly consider, highly, I highly recommend you consider putting it into the stock market and investing in companies you love or believe in and see potential in and start small if you want. Start with, I really wouldn't recommend going lower than $500 because you'll see the most change with like $500 plus putting into a stock and I would recommend starting with a stock that has like a lower a lower cost like for example let me give you one Afria what is this company about I forget that's just one that's doing well for me Apple, you could do Delta, any energy companies, 
oil companies obviously make sure you align with the values and you feel comfortable with the company but yeah i hope this was helpful helpful for you guys and again if you want any coaching i offer life coaching business coaching nutrition and fitness coaching and you can apply through the link down below in the description box of this podcast and i hope to hear from you guys Follow me on Instagram, and if you like this and felt like this brought you value, please give this five stars and write a review for the podcast so we can reach more people. Thank you again, guys. I will talk to you soon.